Welcome to the Effortless English Show with the world's number one English teacher, AJ Hogue, where AJ's more than 40 million students worldwide finally learn English once and for all without the boring textbooks, classrooms, and grammar drills. Here's AJ with a quick piece to help you learn to speak fluent English effortlessly. Hello and welcome. I'm AJ Hogue, the author of Effortless English, Learn to Speak English Like a Native. Get my free audiobook. My audiobook is free at effortlessenglish.com. Effortlessenglish.com. Enter your email, get my audiobook free. Today's show, Effortless English Job Club, talking about job interviews in English. Job interviews are difficult. Job interviews are stressful. Right? You're, you're, you're worried about getting the job. Maybe you have some pressure. You need a job. You need more money. So there's that extra pressure, the extra stress. Then you have the person looking at you, right, with their, with their, their pen, taking notes about your answers. That makes you even more nervous. And then if you must job interview in English, then super, super difficult and nervous. Very tough. So this is a tough thing to learn. It's a tough thing to be good at, but you need to practice. You need to improve your job interviewing skills because you will get better jobs. You will get more money. You will have less stress in your life. Everything will be much better. Today we're talking about questions about past jobs. So, for example, um, why did you leave your last job? Or why do you want to leave your current job? Uh, you know, other versions of this are, you know, why did you change jobs so often? Maybe you have a lot of jobs in a short time. So they'll ask you about that. But these kind of questions about past jobs usually happen near the beginning of the interview. So it's usually early in the interview, they will ask you about your past jobs. They'll be looking at your resume, your CV, and they're looking at it, and they kind of start reviewing, <laughs> reviewing your past jobs, and they'll start asking you questions about them. So you want to make a good first impression, right? You want to start the interview strong. So let's talk about it. In general, you want to think like a salesperson, okay? You want to be different. Too many people, when they job interview, give the same kinds of answers. They're exactly the same with their resume. Their resume looks the same like everyone else. This is a bad way to think, right? Everybody reads books about making resumes. and They read books about job interviewing. And everybody's reading these same books so everybody sounds the same that's the opposite you have to think like you are you are marketing yourself you are selling yourself and the first thing you need when you sell or when you market or when you advertise is attention you must get their attention in a good way right because this job interview think about the interviewer the person at the company maybe they're interviewing 10 people maybe 20 people if it's a big company maybe like 30, 40, 50 people. 
And they're just coming in the door and they're all sound basically the same. You know, they're all kind of uh, looking the same. They're giving the same kind of answers. It's kind of boring. If you want the job or a job offer, you've got to be different. You want to come in and immediately or very soon, very quickly, they think, oh, this person's different. How do you do that? How do you get that attention? That's the first step of marketing, sales, and advertising is attention. Get their attention. Well, you do it, first of all, you want to dress nicely, of course. You get it by being confident, looking them in the eyes, giving them a nice good handshake, smiling, and being confident, which means to be strong and relaxed. This To do this, you have to practice a lot, right? Because probably you're going to be nervous, so you need to practice, 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 so you're less nervous than everyone else. If you're less nervous, they will notice. You'll get their attention immediately. Then they start the interview, they start chatting, and they start to ask you about your past jobs. So again, you're trying to sell yourself. You want to be different. You want to get their attention in a good way, and you want to get them interested in you. You want them to be thinking, oh, interesting, this person's interesting. This person's different than all the others. So let's give some examples. What do they do? Um, they're going to ask you about your past job. So uh, why did you leave your last job? Why do you want to leave your last job? What should you say? First, what should you not say? Do not say anything negative. Do not, even if it's the truth, okay? Maybe your last job was boring. Maybe you hated your boss. Maybe, you know, you didn't like, your coworkers, the people you were working with. Don't say that, okay? Why not? Because it, it makes you sound negative. This is bad persuasion, okay? If you talk about negative things, then the interviewer will start to imagine these negative situations. The interviewer will start to feel some negative emotions while they're interviewing you. At the same time, they're looking at you. And they will connect the bad, negative feelings to you. This is called association. I just did a VIP um, lesson about this for my VIP members, a very long lesson about how to use this in a good way. But the short answer is you need to avoid being negative. So don't say anything negative about your past jobs. Do not say anything negative about your past bosses, even if you hated them. You must be positive. That's fairly obvious. Next, so what should you say about your past job? You want to give fairly short answers. You don't need to talk a long time about this kind of question. This is a basic question in job interviews. Uh, you'll, you'll be asked this almost every interview. It's in the beginning. The interviewer is not, they're not expecting long, long answers for these questions. Other questions, yes, but not this one. So they say, you know, why did you leave your last job? So you want to talk about two things mostly, okay? Number one, you want to talk about what you learned, what you learned at the last job. So this isn't exactly why Why are you leaving, right? It's, this is, you're actually saying something positive about the last job before you tell your reason. This is a nice little technique for answering these questions. So you don't have to only answer the question. Politicians do this on, on the news all the time. They ask one question, but they answer another question, <laughs> okay? Well, you can play this game a little bit in job interviewing. You will answer the question, but before you answer the question, it gives you a chance to say something positive. So first, when you ask about a last job or a previous job, 
Talk about what you learned at the job. Why? Well, this shows, it shows the interviewer that you are the kind of person who likes to learn, who wants to learn, who learns from experience, who learns at their job. Companies want these kinds of people. Okay. They do not want people. A lot of people think, oh, the company wants to hire someone who already knows everything. They are, they're already the super expert. That's not true. In fact, a lot of companies avoid those people because, see, every company has their own way to do things. So if you come in the job interview and you act like you already know everything, oh, yeah, I know this, I know this, I know this I'm perfect. Well, they might not hire you they, because they think, oh, this person will not listen. This person will not learn. This person is not open to learning. So they are looking for openness to learning. Almost every company, almost every job, yes, they want you to be good, but they also want this openness to learning. So when you can, when you get a chance, talk about what you learned at the last job. This is a good opportunity right at the beginning. So they say, why do you want to leave the last job? In the first part, you say, well, I learned a lot at, the, at my last job. You know, I learned a lot of good, I'll, I'll use myself as, as an example, like a, as a teaching job. So I'll say, imagine I was teaching at a school, I'm changing. So I'd say, I learned a lot at my last job. I, I was teaching uh, adult students from different countries. I learned how to uh, teach students from many different countries, from many different cultures. And this helped me a lot. This helped me to be flexible. So uh, I appreciate the last job because I really learned a lot. So you can see the first part of the question. My first answer part of the answer is talking about learning, and it's very positive. I'm being positive about my last job. Now, the second part, you want to answer the question directly. Why? Why did you leave? Or why are you leaving? And again, you want to avoid the negative. So there are some kind of acceptable reasons that you want to focus on. Number one would be location. If you are, you want to move to a different location, you know, maybe the new job is closer. Maybe the new job you want, the one you are trying to get, is in a better location for you. So that's easy. You could say, well, I, the reason I left or the reason I want to leave is uh, just to be closer to my home or because I wanted to live in uh, this a different city. So I needed to get a different job. No problem. That's a, that's a good answer. That will cause no problems. Um, another really good reason to say that you left the job is because you wanted to continue to grow and learn. I, when I was a job interviewing a lot, I would uh, use this, this reason a lot. I would give this answer a lot. So I would say, oh, I learned a lot at my last job. I, and I give an example. Then I would say, and the reason I left was because I, I, I want to continue learning and growing. I, I felt like I, I wasn't learning anymore. I was not being challenged anymore. So I'm looking for a new challenge. I'm looking for new opportunities to grow. I'm looking for new opportunities to learn more, to improve more. And that's why I'm interviewing here. Okay, so you're looking to grow. You're looking to learn. That's a, that's a great reason to leave a past job. And, it, and if you already left that job, you could say, yeah, I, I left, I was wanting to grow, so I went to a different job and I got more skills. And now I'm interviewing with you because 
I feel this is a great new challenge, a good opportunity for me to grow, for me to learn. Okay, what, what are other reasons? Money. It's, it's totally acceptable. It's totally fine to say you left the past job to make more money. I mean, that's what interviewers understand. People work for money. So it's totally fine if you say, well, uh, you know, that last job uh, was very nice. It was good. I learned a lot. I learned some great skills. But honestly, it just did not pay well. The pay was kind of low. And I'm looking to make uh, more money. I'm looking to, to move up so I can make more money for myself, for my family, whatever. That's totally fine. You can, ju you can just be honest and say, I want to get paid more. I mean, everybody wants this. So uh, this is totally fine to say, I, I left that job. It was a nice, be positive. It was a good job. I learned something. Give an example. Always give examples in your answers. Be specific. And then say, and but now I'm looking to make more money. And another reason you can give, another possible reason. Why did you leave a past job? It's, more money is one good reason, but you could also say more security. So this is another good reason, another positive reason. More security, meaning you could say, well, that my past job was, was fantastic. I learned a lot. Give an example. But it was a, a little unstable. It was a small company, and I'm really looking for a more stable, a more secure job, a more secure company, a, a larger company where I can grow, where I can move up, where there's more job security. That also is a perfectly acceptable reason for leaving a past job. So you see, this is the basic idea when you're talking about a past job. Number one, first part, talk about what did you learn from the past job. Number two, give an example in a specific, be specific. When you say, don't just say, I learned a lot. That's too general, right? That does, it's, it's meaningless. That's what most people do. They give very big general answers and general answers are weak. They don't get attention. They don't get interest. You want to give always give little specific examples. Anytime you say something general, you give a general answer. I learned a lot at my last job. Learned a lot is general. The next thing you must say is give a specific example. For example, for example is your friend, okay? This little phrase, for example. You should say this in job interviews constantly. For example, for example, for example, for example. I had a lot of students from different countries. I learned to teach people from many different countries, many different cultures. For example, I learned a new technique of teaching English called uh, TPR, where you use physical actions. And this was fantastic. It improved my teaching a lot. I mean, you, that's, that's an example from my life. Of course, your examples depend on your job, your career. But for example. That's the first part of the answer. The second part of the answer now, specifically, why did you leave? Be very short with this. You don't need a long answer for this part. The first part, what you learned, should be longer. The second part is a little shorter. Why did I leave? Well, I wanted to change locations. I want a job or wanted a job closer to my house. I was, it was too far going from my house every day. Or I, I a really good one is, well, I, I looked for a new job. I got a new job. 
or I want a new job because I want to continue to learn and grow. I feel like I learned everything possible at my old job and now I'm looking for new opportunities to grow, new opportunities to learn. Or you can just be direct and say, well, honestly, I'm looking for more money. My last job was great, but I'd like to earn more money. Or you could talk about security. My last job was great, or that old job was great, but it was a little insecure, a little unstable, and I'm looking for a more stable job. These are all acceptable. Basically, you want to give a positive reason for leaving. Okay. Let's talk about a little more difficult question. That's an easy question. Why did you leave your last job or why did you leave the old job? That's pretty that's a very simple. It's not it's a low stress question. There are higher stress questions about past jobs. For example, what if you changed jobs a lot? This is a problem I had. I don't know. I don't think it's a problem, but some some employers or interviewers don't like it. They look at your interview and you have a lot of jobs, like a very short, you, you work one year, then you change job. Then you work another year, you change job. Then another year, you change jobs again. I did this when I was working jobs before my company. I would change jobs constantly. <laughs> okay. So this question, I got this question a lot. Why did they look at my resume and they make kind of this, you know, unhappy face? Oh, well, why did you change jobs so often? So some people get kind of get nervous about this, right? So don't you don't want to be nervous? Don't look, you know, like you're oh, scared, and you you want to be positive about it. Now, you can. There are a few possible reasons. If it happened in the past and you're older now, then you have an easy excuse. Blame it on being young. Say, well, I was young and so I was just, you know, trying lots of different jobs, but now I'm older and I'm looking for more stable jobs or a more stable career. If you're older, you can do that. That's a, that's a good way to answer the question. Maybe you're not older. Um, another possible reason, maybe if you work for companies, you know, you some company, a lot of companies, especially big companies, they, you know, they cut their workers it happens in some industries, in some areas, some uh, businesses. This happens a lot. So you could blame that. You could say, well, you know, uh, just the company was uh, cutting jobs and uh, this happened a few times to me. So uh, I was kind of new at the company and then they usually cut the newer employees. And that's, a, that's an acceptable answer too, fairly positive. But probably the easiest one is again to focus on the general idea for today's questions, which is growth, growth and learning, growth and learning. This is the answer I always used. I would be honest. I would be pretty direct. I would say, well, you know, the truth is this. I get bored when I'm not learning. I get bored when I'm not challenged. And so the reason I changed jobs a lot was that after a couple years, I felt like I'd learned, you know, everything possible in that position and I was at small companies, there were no more positions. So the only way for me to grow, the only way for me to learn or the best way for me to grow and learn was to change, was to go to a new job or a new school or a new company.
in general, that's that's the answer you want to give. This general idea of growth, growth, growth. And then again, give a specific example. Specific examples. For example, this is your friend in job interviewing. These two words, for example, for example. Whenever you give an answer, end it with for example. And then talking about a something specific, a specific little story, a specific little example to support your answer. This will make you much, 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 much stronger, much better. So growth and learning, growth and learning. That's what you're going to focus on with these questions in the beginning of an interview about your past jobs. Let's talk about even more stress, more stress. What if they ask you this question? This is a high stress question. Were you ever asked to resign? Were you ever asked to resign? They might even do this, fold their arms, kind of look unfriendly. Were you ever asked to resign from a past job? So resign means to quit, right? Were you asked to resign, right? That means your boss, this is basically being fired, right? <laughs> okay, if you're asked to resign, it's a nice way to fire you. But here's the thing. If, if they ask you to resign and then you resign, you're not actually being fired. Okay, the company is giving you a chance to leave without being fired. Okay, so even if they ask you to resign, you can, you can say no to this question. It's, it's totally fine to say no to this question because um, it's not really a fair question. If they ask you to resign and then you do resign, you were not technically fired. So... The answer to this question is always no. Always say no. If they say, were you ever asked to resign from a past job? Just say no. Because okay? they're basically asking you, were you fired? And if, if the answer is no, then say no. Now, here's the more difficult question. This is the really high stress question. Were you ever fired? Were you ever fired from a job? You, you don't want to lie about this. Um, so what can you do? What if you were fired? What if you were fired from a past job? What can you do about this? Because eh, that's a hard question. Yes, I was. And then guess what their next question is? Why? Why were you fired? Then you start talking about negative stuff about you or you're going to say negative stuff about the company. Both of those are bad. So I... You really don't want to answer yes to this question. So what can you do? What if you were fired? What if you were fired from a past job? You need to do something that's maybe a little difficult. Maybe you don't want to do, but you need to do it. You need to think about that past job where you were fired. Maybe the boss was a jerk. You hated him. <laughs> maybe they treated you badly. But for your own career, you need to swallow or get rid, just let go of your pride. And you need to think, okay, what, what did I do at the past job that was not good? How was I responsible? What was my part that was bad? You know, why did they fire me? And think about it and be really honest about, you know, what you did wrong. Or possibly did wrong. Then the next step is, this is the hard part, you need to call your old job. 
Call the old job. Call the old boss. And talk to them. What do you say? You say, hi, you tell your name. Hi, I'm, hi this is AJ. Um, you know, I used to work for you. Maybe they remember you. Maybe they don't. If it was a short time, they will remember. If it was a long time, they maybe they forgot. So remind them. Say, um, you know, I worked there. I worked for you, and uh, you fired me. And first, I just want to apologize. I want to apologize to you. So apologize to them. And then again, give an example. Give an example of uh, why. Tell them. Say. Tell them why. Take, be responsible. So you would say, I want to apologize to you. I'm sorry. I know that I caused you problems at the job. And be specific. You know, I did this, I did this, I did this, and I'm very sorry. I'm sorry that I, you know, was a difficult employee. I'm sorry if I caused problems. I understand. This is important. Say, I understand you had to fire me. I understand why you fired me and that it was necessary. Now, this is going to be hard to say this, maybe, <laughs> okay? You, maybe you don't really want to say this because, you know, it's like uh, maybe you're angry. Maybe you're upset about what happened. Maybe, you know, there are many different possibilities. But the truth is that you got to say this. You got to do this. And I'll tell you why in a minute. Why are we doing this? Um, even though it's no fun. So you, you're going to apologize, you're going to apologize and you're going to be very specific and you're going to tell them, I understand. This is very important. You must say this. I understand why you fired me. I understand why. I understand you had to fire me and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So you, you want to get your old boss feeling better about you. Okay. Then your next question, when you feel like you know, let him talk. Let him to let the old boss talk or her talk, 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 and say what they need to say, even if they're not nice to you. <laughs> Just keep apologizing, apologizing. I know it's hard, but do it. This is why. Because the next part, when you feel like they get out their emotion, when you feel like they're sounding better, what you need to say is, you need to be honest. Say, look, I'm looking for new jobs now. I'm looking for new jobs. I'm job interviewing. And... Uh, the problem is they, they ask me about my past jobs and uh, they ask if I was fired and uh, it's really difficult. It's, I'm, it, it makes my interviews very difficult. It's hard for, harder for me, more difficult for me to find a new job. So this is say to your old boss, say, if someone called you, if, if someone called you for a reference, if someone called you, would you tell them that I was fired or would you tell them that I resigned, that I quit? Uh, ask them this, right? Would, would, you tell, would, you, would, you just, would you tell them that I resigned? Would you tell them that I quit, that I just quit? Now, most most people, most old bosses will say, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll just, I'll just tell them that you resigned. I'll tell them that you quit, right? If you apologize, if you really let them talk, if you are specific, if you 
you tell them I'm you know I'm sorry I know I did this I did this I did this give examples I made your job difficult as my boss I'm very sorry if you really really good with your apology and you listen and let them talk most of them most people are good human beings generally most of them will say okay okay fine uh, I, I won't say you were fired. I will just say you quit, that you resigned. So in this, this is important. This is so important because then, then when they're on your resume, right? If they, if they call, they, they will not say that you were fired. And why is that important? Well, it's important because then it means that for this question, if they say, were you fired? Were you fired? You can say no. You can honestly say no because your old boss is not going to say that you were fired. Your old boss is going to say, no, 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 he, he, uh, he just resigned. So you can avoid this question. You can avoid this quite difficult situation, but you must get rid of your pride. You must let go of your pride and you must call your old boss and make a good relationship, a good connection. It's not easy if you if you were fired, but um, you, you really need to do this because it will help. Okay, this because this is a very very tough question, and if you have to talk about being fired, man, you're in trouble. Okay, honestly, there's no good way to talk about that. There, there just is not. So, the much better way to handle this question: Were you ever fired? Is to just say to be able to say no. And to honestly say no, you need to go back and talk to your old boss and have your old boss agree that, okay, yes, I will say you resigned. All right? So that's what you need to do. Okay. So there you go. From the easy to the difficult, questions about old jobs in English. Let's go to questions. Let's go to, we're live now on YouTube, so let's take some questions. What are your questions? Do, do you have questions or comments about these job interview questions? Questions about old jobs. Questions about old jobs. Live on YouTube, lots of people saying hello. Okay, um, we'll get to this. Some, they're at, you're asking about like what if an interviewer asks about my weakness or my strong points, what should I answer? I will discuss this in a future show. There are a lot, a lot, a lot of possible questions, right? There are many, many, many questions <laughs> in job interviews. So I can't do all of them in one show. So we're going to go through. I'm calling this the Effortless English Job Club. This kind of show, the Effortless English Job Club. And in the job club, we will talk about job interviewing, getting new jobs. So today, past jobs, questions about past jobs. Other questions we'll discuss later. Okay, questions about past jobs. Okay, what if they ask about your personality? Oh, default. So this is, again, another question uh, asking you about your personality, asking about your weaknesses, asking about negative. Maybe this will that'll be our next one. Maybe that'll be our next uh, Effortless English show, Job Club show. We'll talk about 
these quite difficult questions. These are called stress questions, right? Stress questions, why do they ask, I talked about this on Facebook last night, why do they ask stress questions? Why do they ask questions about your weaknesses? Why, do, why are interviewers sometimes very unfriendly? They seem unfriendly, they, they come in, they don't smile. Why are they doing that? Why are they making you feel stressful? You need to think like the interviewer, think like them. Think about them. What is their situation? Their situation, they have lots of people coming. They want to find the best person. But what's the problem for them? The problem is they know everybody is telling them only good things. Right? Everybody's trying to sound great. So even the bad people, they're all, they all sound, trying to sound good. So the interviewer, at the company, they're thinking, okay, how do I find the truth? How do I find the bad people and get rid of them? And how do I find who's really the best? And one technique, one method they use, one strategy actually, is to create stress. Because when you get stressed, you, you don't think clearly. And when you don't think clearly, you start talking more. You're more open and you will say things that you probably should not say. So some interviewers, not all, but some interviewers will try to cause stress for you because they think they can get you to talk more and to say more truth, right? So that's why they say, what's your weakness? That's why they might not look friendly. They might not, they might go, hi, how you doing? Sometimes they won't smile sometimes. Sometimes they cross their arms and kind of, look at you in this way, kind of, or they, you know, they get their pen and they kind of, they, they, it looks like they're unhappy. It looks like they don't like you. Why? They're trying to cause stress. They want you to become more nervous so that you'll start talking, 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 and saying a lot of stuff so they can try to get the truth from you and see your weak points better. So that's why they ask these questions about your weaknesses, about were you ever fired? Uh, you know, what? what's your worst point in your personality? All of these things. So you have to realize it's not personal. They don't hate you. They don't hate you. They don't, it's not you. They're asking everybody the same questions. So the most important thing about these stress questions is to be calm and relaxed and confident. It's more how you look. It's not really what you say. What you say for these questions, your specific answers, we will talk about in a future show, but really that's less important. What's more important is how you look and sound, the nonverbal, right? The, the emotional communication is most important for stress questions. Because most people kind of, uh, they, they get nervous. They get a little more nervous. Oh, well, what's your weakness? Uh, why were you fired? Were you ever fired? What's the worst thing about you, all these kind of questions, they cause more stress. So if you're just kind of calm and relaxed and very confident about these, well, uh, and you just give an answer and you look totally calm and relaxed, then you will get their attention in a good way. You will be different and better than most other interviewees, people trying to get the jobs. Very important, very, very, very important. How do you become calm? This is the hard part, right? And you, you do it by preparation, by training, by you know listening to these job club lessons so you really know how to answer all of these questions. You'll do it by practicing a lot, 
So you need to go out and do a lot of job interviews. My advice is apply, apply to jobs you don't want. This seems strange. Why would you do this? Apply to a lot of jobs that you don't want. You don't want them. Why would you do it? For practice. For practice. So you can practice job interviewing. It's easier to practice if you don't care. right? If, you, if you're stressed and you need money and you really, really, really want this job, you will be very nervous. But if you apply to a job, you get an interview, and you don't really care, you don't really want the job, you're, don't, you're going to be more relaxed. Then you can practice more. You can think more about the questions. You can think about your strategy. You can practice your answers, practice your techniques, and you will get better and better. You will get more and more comfortable and confident job interviewing. So practice on jobs you don't want. Don't... Don't practice on jobs you really need. That's it's that's too late that you're going to you're going to make mistakes. Make your mistakes when you don't care. Make your mistakes with bad jobs that you don't want. That's the thing to do. I did this all the time. This is one way I got better. And how one way I got very good at job interviewing was I just did it a lot and I would go to a lot of jobs and try to get a lot of jobs or apply to jobs that I really didn't want. And so they would ask me questions and I didn't care. So I was much more relaxed. And so I could practice more. I got better and better. I got used to the questions. Um, my skill, my ability at job interviewing got better and better. My confidence got really strong. Then when I wanted a job, it was important. I, I already had a lot of practice. I was already good. And eventually, I became very good at job interviewing, so no stress. I knew I can always get another job. So I had no stress in my life about money or jobs because I knew, eh, no problem. I'm good at job interviewing. I can do it really well. I can get a job anytime I want. This is what you want. You want to feel that same thing. Then you'll be calm and confident. All righty. So uh, that's a good method for practicing. Yes, indeed. So this is the key thing, right? Practicing. Job interviewing is a skill, just like public speaking, right? Giving speeches is a skill. Selling. You're selling. You're basically a salesperson. Job interview. Job interviews are sales presentations. Too many people trying to get a job, they don't understand what they're doing. They don't understand the point of what they're doing. What are you doing? You're selling. You're a salesperson. What are you selling? Yourself. You're selling yourself. You're selling yourself. So you have to go in and you have to be strong and emotional. Most of sales is about emotion. It's about 20%, only 20% of you know logic and reason. And the other 80% is emotion. You want to make a strong emotional impact on the interviewer. You want them to, th I was saying this last night, but you want to, you want them to say, wow. Okay, when you, when the interview's over, you stand up, you walk out, they, they shake your hand, the interview's finished. You want them to think about you, wow, 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 that guy or that girl, that woman, that man, 
Fantastic. You want them to write down, wow, on your resume. This is what you're trying to do. You want that strong emotional, positive emotional reaction. So a lot of this about job interviewing is trying to be different and trying to create strong, powerful emotions. So many people when they job interview, not just so many, almost every, I would say 99.99% of people when they job interview, when they're doing job interviews, they're, they're boring and they, they have no emotion, right? Because number one, because they're nervous. And number two, they think I must be professional. I must be professional. So, <laughs> hi, uh, yes, uh, I would like that. My, my number one strength is that, um, you know, I'm very good. I have very good skills and I'm very good. And, um, yes, I, the reason I want this job is, uh, well, you know, I need, uh, I need to make more money and, uh, I think it'd be a very good job, and I think this uh, this company's very good. They might, maybe the words are okay. Some, you know, maybe the answers are okay, but you can see the emotion is so boring. It's so normal. So it's just the same as everybody else. You don't want to be the same in a job interview. This is sales. You want to be different, right? If you're selling a product, you want people to see your product. Your product is better. Your product is different than the others. It's the same about you in a job interview. You're not the same as everybody else. You're better. You're different. So you're more confident. You're more enthusiastic. You have more energy. You're more excited. You're more interested in learning and growing. You're more positively emotional. So instead of uh, blah, 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 you say, well, you know, the reason I want this job is because your company's fantastic. I researched your company. You're doing a lot of interesting things. I want to join that. I think I can be helpful because I'm an energetic person. I love learning and I'm excited about what you're doing. And that's why I want to be here. Okay, so that answer, for example. The words, nothing special about my words that I just said, but can you hear the emotional difference? Can you feel the, the difference in the energy, the difference in the emotion in my face, in the way I'm moving my body, in my voice? It's a huge difference. That will make you different. That's how you need to be answering these questions. So it's not just the words, it's the emotion. In fact, the emotional part, the confidence, the energy, the excitement. That is very, very, very important. It's the most important part for all of these kind of questions. Yeah, empathy is another good word. It's, it's like an emotional understanding. Camila says, Hernandez says, empathy. Exactly. You, you need to understand the emotional part, that this is an emotional process. In, interviewing for a job, presenting, talking about yourself, it's a big part of it is emotional. It's not only emotional, but it's a large part. Okay, let's see. Um, okay, that's a good, interesting question. AJ, should I ask what's the purpose of what the purpose of the company is? I want to grow with the company. You well, you you can ask this, but I recommend. Uh, this, this, Alexander, it's a good question, and 
I think actually you should know this already before the interview. This is another part of the process of job interviewing. And that is you need to research the company and you need to research your boss and the department, the specific job you're trying to get. You need to do this before the job. You should already know this. So instead of asking them, what's the purpose of your company? You should already know and be able to tell them. I know your company is focused on innovation and innovating in software. That's why I'm excited because I want to be part of that. Right? See, it's a big difference. It shows that you are interested in them. It shows you made some effort to learn about them. I recommend before a job interview, call the person who's going, or actually email is maybe even better. Email the person who's going to interview you and ask them a couple questions before the interview. Uh, the other thing you can do is you can uh, call diff other people in the company or try to contact other people in the company and ask them questions about their company. And of course, you can just get online and do Google searches and other searches and uh, go to their Facebook page if they have one. Um, if they have Twitter, you can get on there. Learn everything you can about the company and the people and what they're doing so that you know all this before. So you really need to prepare before. It's better. You can ask questions, of course, but it's better if you already know a lot. They will be impressed. Again, it will show you're different. You, you'll look different than others. Most people are lazy and they won't do that. Here's a good question. Friedon, uh, is it okay to ask about salary during the interview? No. My advice, no. Don't mention it. Don't ask about it. Don't talk about it. Why not? It's too early. When do you ask about salary? When do you talk about money? Only when they offer you a job. Okay? If they say, we like you, we want you to work here, that's the time to talk about money. Then you're going to negotiate salary and money. Until then, don't talk about it. There's no point talking about money because they haven't asked you to join them yet. So it's too early. It just makes you look like you're too focused on money. You're, you're, you're focusing on something too, too early, right? It, it won't help you. It'll hurt you. So no. Don't ask about it. And, you know, if, if they advert, a lot of companies advertise the salary publicly. So then it's easy. You already know. You can just look and you see. But if you don't know how much they pay, don't ask in the interview is my recommendation. Wait until you get the job offer. Now, as part of this, by the way, you know, it makes me think that another key point, interview for a lot of jobs. Don't don't put all of your attention on just one job and hope, hope, oh, I hope I get this one, this one. This is the perfect one. Oh, I want it. Oh, oh. Don't do that, okay? Because there are many jobs. You, it's Look, nobody can do this 100%. Nobody, okay? So sometimes you will interview. You will not get the job, of course. So you, part of this is you want to interview at a lot of places. So then you hopefully will get a few job offers. Maybe you'll get two or three job offers. Then you can talk about money 
And then you have choices, right? Then you can say, ah, oh, well, this one wants to pay me this much. So then you can be aggressive with the other one and try to get more money from them. You can kind of, you can get them to compete. At that time, if you get a job offer, you can say, well, you know, actually this other company offered me more money. Can you match them? Now you're in a really strong position. So that's why you want to wait because uh, you want the perfect situation. The, the situation that you want is you get several job offers. So several companies asking you to work for them. Now you have a strong position to negotiate money, a stronger position, right? Because you can say no. You can say no because you have two other companies also asking you to work for them. So wait for the money negotiation until later. Okay, let's see. Ah, this is a tricky question. Uh, what should we answer when the interviewer asks about salary from a previous company? Few possibilities. It depends if it was the salary high or low, if, in your opinion. So if, if your last job, do you feel like you it was too low? If it was too low, then guess what? You have a good excuse for why did you leave, right? You can say, well, actually, you, you don't have to be specific. You could be gent You could first try to avoid the question a little bit. If they ask again, tell them. So you could first say, well, actually, you know, this is one reason I left that company or want to leave because uh, really I felt that the, the salary was much too low for for my skill, for my contribution. And that's why I'm looking for something that pays better. And then if they say, well, how much was it? Then just tell them. Uh, on the other hand, what if, if your last job paid you well? If, if you feel like, oh, it was high pay, then certainly tell them because now they gotta now they're gonna feel like they gotta match it, which is maybe is what you probably want. So you could say, well, yeah, actually it was they paid me well. It was this much, and uh, you know I'm look I'm actually looking for the same or even better if, if possible. So one more point, by the way, don't get stressed about this question. If they ask you how much did you make at your last job, it's a good sign. This means they are interested in you. If, if they don't care about you, probably they will not ask this question. But if they start asking about how much money did you make at your last job, it means they like you. They like you. And they're, now, they're, now they're starting to think, how much can we pay him? <laughs> or how much can we pay her? Right? So their, their thinking is changing from, are you good enough? Now they're thinking, oh, they're good, but how much? How much? That's a good sign. That's really good. It means they like you. It means they're starting to move to get, offering you a job. So if they talk about the salary, well, then you can start talking about money because now they're starting to get close to giving you a job or asking you to work for them. So it's a good sign. You should actually get excited if they start asking you questions about money because it means they like you. Usually, it usually means they like you. So start feeling good at that point. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll, this is a, another question. Uh, and again, I can prob I'll probably do an entire show about this next question because it's, it's a big topic. 
Hussain asks, uh, please explain about body language in interviews. Thanks. Okay, there's two ways to think about this body language. And, um, you know, one is to think about it. You know, how are you using your body? It's kind of external. You're focusing on the movements of your body and what you're doing. The other part is internal, emotional. What do I mean? I mean this. So one way you can think about it is, okay, I want shoulders back. I want, I want to smile, right? I want to give them a good handshake. I, I want to have open gestures, right? So you don't, don't cross your arms during the interview. If you're nervous, some people do it. They're nervous and they cross their arms. It looks terrible. Um, or they, they do this something where they're covering their mouth also looks bad. Um, or some people kind of move nervously, right? They're tapping their fingers or they're, they're tap their feet or they kind of have some movement because they're nervous. All those things are terrible. Don't do them. So that's kind of focusing on the external, focusing on the movements. And maybe you need to do some of that, you know, good eye contact. The eye contact, of course, it depends on your country because it depends on your culture. What's good eye contact? Now, in America, you want strong eye contact. So don't, not 100% all the time, of course, but probably 80% of the time you want to be looking in, in their eyes directly. But that's for America. Americans uh, believe eye contact shows confidence. So you need a lot of eye contact uh, with Americans. It's different in Japan. I'm, I live in Japan and it's uh, less, certainly less eye contact in Japan. Uh, the American style for Japan is too much usually. So you have to adjust, adjust to your own country or where, which country you're, you're in. Okay, the second way to think about body language is, is, is to focus on the emotions. Uh, and that means if you feel strong and confident, naturally your body will show it, right? So if I'm feeling good and oh, I'm excited, I feel great, I don't need to think about exactly how am I moving my arm. It will happen automatically because the emotion is strong inside. I feel confident. I feel happy. I feel excited automatically my body language will look good. It will look strong. It will look confident. It will look relaxed. So you have to focus on both. You have to train yourself to, to show that emotion, to get more emotion out. This is hard when you're stressed and nervous, but this is why you must practice a lot. Practice at home alone. Practice with job interviews you don't care about. And in this way, you're going to start. This is so important because it's, it's, it's really the most powerful thing. It's for most interviews, they're really what's most important is how they feel about you at the end. How do they feel about you at the end? That's what really decides who gets the job. It's not usually just the person who has the best technical experience. That's part of it. But a bigger part is how do they feel about you? A lot of people have good technical experience, but they're boring or they seem unfriendly. And so they don't get jobs, even though they have great experience, even though they really know the job very well. They have great skills, but they're terrible at job interviewing. They, they're really terrible about it. And so in the job interview, they just, they look bad. And the interviewer, the people at the company just 
don't get a good feeling about them. Because see, you know, they, they want a good feeling because they want, they're thinking, you know, do we want to work with this person? Will this person fit in our company? Will other people in the company like this person? Will, will we enjoy working with them? That's a big part of it. And if, if they get a bad feeling about you, then you don't get the job. Even if you have great experience and a great resume. All right, here's another good question um, connected to this. Hello, teacher. How about our clothes when we have an interview? Okay, so how do you dress? And, you know, the general rule is dress very well, as dress well. But of course, it depends on each job, right? Uh, a basic rule would be, you know, dress like your boss, your possible boss. Dress like you think they would dress. So kind of one level higher than the job. One level above. So if, if you're trying to get a you know a business job in a company, you're gonna you, for men you're gonna wear a suit, and for women too you would wear a a suit for women, right? So you want to go quite conservative, dark suit. Uh, you know, dark blue is usually works for most places, and you want you know a button shirt and and you would want a tie. So if if I was job interviewing, I would button everything and I have a tie. You know, so a dress shirt, a suit. And a tie for men, for that's but that's for a, a business, right? A business office environment. Get the best suit you can. You want it to fit well. And I know suits can be expensive, so just do your best. Get the best one you can get. And for women, same thing. But you know you have to realize uh, different jobs. If you're applying for a restaurant job to be a waiter, uh, maybe you would. It depends again. Is it a very very expensive restaurant or is it just fast food? Fast food, you don't don't wear a suit. You, you look, it's too much, right? So again, imagine how does the manager at the fast food restaurant, how do they dress? Dress kind of like them. So probably you would go in maybe just, you know, for men, uh, you know, kind of like a, we, we call khakis, kind of, you know, light brown pants. And maybe a nice shirt, like a golf type shirt. So you look nice, you look neat, but you don't not like a suit and tie for that kind of job. Same like what if it's an outdoor job, like construction company. You don't want to wear a suit and tie. It looks a little weird. So you would, but you would still dress a little nicer. Don't just wear your construction stuff. Maybe just, again, you might wear like a golf shirt, maybe a pair of jeans and a golf shirt and, and some kind of... Uh, like hiking shoes or something that are not white, like brown or black shoes. That would be okay for, you know, what you're going to be working outdoors and doing hard work. So you dress a little bit nice because it shows respect. It shows respect to the company, to the person. So you, you're dressing a little nicer than, than the normal job, kind of like the boss. That's the general rule for dress. So conservative, conservative, conservative. A few exceptions would possibly be if you're going into some very creative job, like a fashion magazine or something. For, those are special situations. And for something that's very, very creative, then you might want to dress a little more fashion, fashionable. But I can't give you advice on that because I'm not very good at that kind of fashion. So you should know that if that's your area.
Okay. What if I tell the interviewer why I am important for them? You, you're going to, t for sure you will do this. With energy, convince them I'm willing to keep on learning and they need to hire me. Well, this is Christian though. Um, well, that's exactly, that is what you're, that's the whole interview. What you just described is the strategy of the entire interview. Okay, that's the whole point of this whole thing is this interview is a sales presentation. And the whole point is you're convincing them, you're persuading them, you're showing them that you will contribute to their company. You will make the company better. You will add something positive to the company. So the question, of course, is how? How do you show them? Energy is important. You're correct about that. Uh, you want to show, you want to have a nice, strong, positive energy. Uh, that's important for sure. And you also want to show confidence though, because see, there is something, it's not only energy because energy without confidence looks a little weird. What do I mean by that? So, you know, confident energy is, yeah, hi, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. You know, it's kind of strong actions, good, strong voice. Energy without confidence is kind of just looks a little crazy. Like, oh, I'm just so excited. Look, I, I can really, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to, I'm going to do a great job and you, you can hire me and it'll be great. That's, you don't want that. <laughs> okay. That's energy, but no confidence, no power. You have to have energy plus some confidence, some power, some self-control. You need both. Both are important. Okay. Um, this is a question connected to salary again. So let's talk more about salary. You guys are interested in salary. Show me the money, huh? I see. I see what you're thinking about. Show me the money. That's what you do. Like uh, Jerry Maguire. You just stand up and say, show me the money. I'm joking. Don't do that. <laughs> okay. How do you negotiate a maximum salary? This is a whole different skill, negotiation. So again, I'll tell you, the, the, the easiest way to, to get a high salary is to get a lot of job offers. This gives you negotiation power. We call this leverage, leverage. It means you have power against the companies in a good way, right? So, so let's just imagine you need a job. Let's, let's imagine you're unemployed, okay? You don't have a job. You, you have no money. You're broke, you're poor, you're hungry, and your rent, you have only two weeks until you must pay your rent or you will become homeless. And you get one job offer. Do you have a good negotiating power? No. <laughs> you have a weak position, a very weak position because you need this job or you will go hungry. You, if you don't get the job, you'll be homeless and hungry. So probably you will accept low pay. Now, they don't know this. The company doesn't know it, but they, they kind of will feel it and you know it. So it will make give you a weaker position when you're trying to get the salary, the money. Let's imagine the opposite situation, the situation you want. You already have a job. You're already paid, okay. You, got, you have enough money, but you want something better. So you're interviewing, interviewing, practicing a lot, you're, and you get a lot of offers. You get, you get 10 job offers. 10 companies want you 
to work for them. They're all asking you to work for them because they love you. They loved your job interview. You were great. Now your position is super strong. You can say no to nine of them. And then you get them to negotiate against each other. So you go to one and you say, yeah, I like your company. Maybe your first choice. You say, I like this company, but honestly, I was hoping for a little more. And uh, I just, you have to do this in a, in a, in a uh, respectful way, right? But you, you would just say, you know, the, the, honestly, you know, I, I have some other offers. I have other offers from other companies. And um, I'm really looking for a higher salary. You can give them a number if you want, or be very general. This is a very, you know, do this in a, in a respect, as I said, a respectful way. Don't say, hey, I can go work somewhere else. That's disrespectful. Just say, you know, I have some other offers and, uh, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm looking for, I'm looking for a good increase and I know I can help your company. You do this with the first company. Maybe they say yes. Maybe they say no. Many times they'll just say, uh, okay, we need to discuss this. We need to think about it. So they, they go think about it. Then you talk to company number two and you, you say exactly the same thing. Oh, I, I like your company. I'd love to work for you. But honestly, I was looking for, or I am looking for a little bit higher salary or a better salary, a better position. And I, you know, I, I need to be open. I need to be honest with you. I have other offers from other companies that I'm looking at. Uh, can you increase that salary? And they say yes, or they say no, or they say, we will think about it. And then you go to number company three, same thing, company four. Now you're getting these companies all against each other, trying to get, trying to get you. That's the position you want, okay? This is the position you want because you will be very relaxed, very calm, very confident talking about money and salary because you know you have many other choices. They will feel it. They will feel this. And because of this, you will get a better offer. You, you, one of these companies will offer you more. So this is kind of the game of salary. So instead of telling you techniques, because that's quite difficult, uh, this is really the, the best way is just focus on getting a lot of job offers. And how do you do that? Well, you interview a lot. So lots of, you got to make your resumes got to be super fantastic. Get a lot of interviews and then get a lot of job offers. And that's why I'm doing these lessons about job interviews and job interview questions so that you will be good at it, so that you will get a lot of job offers and you'll have a strong position to negotiate salary, money. So good luck to you. And again, this is why you never just focus on one job. Even if it's your dream job, you still must interview at many, many other jobs. Too many people focus on just one or just a few. Okay, okay, this is an excellent question and a very important question. Should I lie about having experience? In my case, I don't have any and I'm 34 years old. No. Don't lie about experience. They'll find out. It'll be obvious. So what do you do? You got no experience. Doesn't matter. Your age doesn't matter in this case. Uh, it's the, because, you know, young people, you know, people who are 18 have the same problem. 
people who change jobs have this problem. Maybe uh, like, for example, so my my job experience, it's all, you know, being running a company and uh, teaching English. And before that, I did like counseling and social work. So what if I wanted to be a computer engineer? I decide I want to change my career. Well, now I have zero experience. I have zero computer experience. So what, what can I do? What can uh, uh, Mariana do? You have to get experience. How do you do that? How do you do that? You can volunteer. Go out and volunteer somewhere. Volunteer means you work for nothing. Sorry. <laughs> okay, but you can work at a nonprofit just to get some work experience. Um, you can uh, get an internship. Internships are specifically, they're jobs for learning is what they are, right? You work at a company mostly to learn. You help them with some things too. Uh, so you could do that. Get an internship. Some internships are paid. Some are not, but you need to get experience. So do what you need to. Uh, another thing you could do, get a part-time job. Get a low-paid job. Even a job like working at McDonald's, let's say, fast food, it's still better than nothing. It's still job experience. You can still learn a lot about work and working, even working at a fast food restaurant. In fact, you can learn a lot about dealing with stress because it's very fast, fast food. That's why it's called fast food. So learning to be calm when the business is really busy, uh, learning to, you know, come to work on time, showing that you're a great worker, working with other people. Lots of great things come from those jobs. So just go out and get some experience. If you have no experience, don't try to get some great high paying job with no experience because probably you will not. You're going to have to start a little lower. We call this entry level, right? It's the first level. And uh, you might even need to start by volunteering somewhere just to get some of that job experience. Then you have some examples. You have some stories to tell in the interview so you can start showing instead of just telling. Lots of Brazilians with us tonight. Tonight in Brazil. Morning in Japan. Why do you want to work in this company, Esconda? Yes. Here's another a common question. Uh, is it Himo? Himo Konda. Uh, another question. Why do you want to work in this company? Yes, they will ask you this question probably. So what's your answer? Well, you. what is your answer? How do you... So this is another problem. This is a big mistake most people make. Most people don't know, <laughs> which is huge. Why, why are you trying to go? Why are you interviewing if you don't know this? You should know this. You should know the answer to this question before you go. I mean, there's a reason. Why are you applying? And it should be more than money, right? Because the obvious answer is, well, I need money, help. <laughs> okay, don't say that. <laughs> it doesn't sound so great. Um, <laughs> so again, you need to learn about the company. You need to learn about the department. You need to learn about the specific job, the position. So you have to do some research. You must do research. You could call people at the company and ask them questions, tell them, say, I'm applying for a job at your company and uh, I'd like to just learn a little more. Could I talk to you for just five minutes and ask a couple questions? You could call the, the potential boss, the, the manager and ask and do that same thing. Um, 
of course, you can get online and read about them and all of that too. So you've got to do your research so that you have an answer to this question. Why do you want to work at them? If, if, um, if you're just practicing, if you really don't want to work there, then just any answer doesn't matter because <laughs> you don't care, right? Nice question here. How do you change your mindset from working for other people as an employee, this is uh, Aung, to becoming your own boss, starting your own business? Good question. Well, this is what I did. You have to know yourself. I've realized that, uh, uh, see, I always hated working for other people. I hated it. I hated being an employee. Hated it, hated it, hated it from my first job to my last. <laughs> okay. I really did not like it. I wanted to be independent. So the first thing you need to really be honest with yourself. Are, are you an entrepreneur? It, you, have, it, you need a kind of men, men, mindset, mentality uh, to be an entrepreneur. It's a good sign. If you, if you really hate working for other people, that's a good sign. It's a sign probably you need to start your own business. But I learned that I'm, I'm strange, <laughs> okay? Entrepreneurs are strange. They're not normal. Most people are not ready to be entrepreneurs. I've learned this in a very difficult way. I've tried to help a lot of people in my life to make their own companies. And I learned most of them are not good at it. Most of them think like employees. It's a totally different way of thinking. Okay, so employees, what, what's, how do they think? What's the mindset? The, the mindset of most employees is tell me what to do and then I'll do it. If they're good employees, they think tell me what to do and I'll do a good job. I'll, I'll work really hard and I'll do a great job. That's the good employee mindset, the most common. That's a terrible, terrible, terrible mindset to be your own boss. That's a terrible, terrible, terrible mindset to start your own business. Why? Well, it's the first part. Tell me what to do. If you start your own business, nobody will tell you what to do. Nobody. You wake up, nobody's telling you anything. You, you have to decide everything. Making decisions. That's the hard part of, I've learned this for most people, the hard part of starting your own business is making the decisions. And, I, and I've realized a lot of people are afraid to do it, but you have to do it. There's no, you, you never know what's the right answer. Like, let's say you're advertising, you have a business and you, you need to, you, you have, do, should I advertise? Should I spend money to advertise or should I not? Nobody will tell you. Nobody will tell you the answer. You just have to decide. You can think about it. You can research, you can read, but in the end, you decide. Spend money on advertising or not? Do this or do that? Should I hire an employee or not? Nobody's going to tell you. No one's going to tell you anything as the owner of your own business. So you must, that's the key part to answer your question about changing your mindset. You have to, before you go start a business, you have to start, you have to get good at just making decisions, making decisions. And you never know enough. Too many people are afraid to fail. They're afraid to make a mistake. 
if you're afraid to fail, if you're afraid to make mistakes, don't start your own business. Do not. Just be an employee. Being an employee is okay. Most people prefer. Most people want to be an employee. It's a safer choice for most people. That, and that's okay. Nothing wrong with it. But if you think I'm going to start my own business, you've, you've got to just, you have to make decisions without enough information. You must be ready to make mistakes because you will make mistakes. You will fail sometimes. Possibly you'll fail many times. You have to just be able to say, uh-huh. you, you fail and just say, oh, well, I failed. That was a bad, that was a bad decision. That was a bad idea. You learn and then you keep going. And then you just keep going, you keep going, you keep going. I've been an entrepreneur for 12 years. I still make mistakes. I still have to make decisions every day and I never know what's the best one. I never know 100%. So that's the key. That's the hard part of being your own boss. And for a lot of people, it's very, very difficult. Uh, what should I say if they ask? Okay, this is a good question. What should I say? How do you respond to criticism? Again, we'll, this is another stress question, and uh, we'll talk about it in a future show. But the general idea is, you know, you want to say, well, I respond to criticism well. I, I listen, and I, uh, I try to learn from it. I try to, I, you know, I, I think about it. I, I, I look at my actions, and I see, is the criticism, is it, is it useful? Is it good? Is it honest? If it, if it is, then I try to learn from it. If it's not, then I just let it go. You know, something like that. You want to keep your answers very positive. That's the important part. Now we will talk. Um, we'll talk more about specific examples in a future show. Ah, someone's going to San Francisco. So Malco says, "I need to know you face to face. I'm going to San Francisco next year. Unfortunately, I'm not in San Francisco anymore. I am now in Japan." So enjoy San Francisco. It's a, it's a good city. Have a good time in San Francisco. Uh, unfortunately, I can't meet you there. All right, I think it's we're almost done done with the time. A couple more comments and then time to go. Mm-hmm. Just looking at the questions. Okay, well, I already answered this question, but I'm going to put it up here just again. What if they asked, why did you get fired from your last job? So, James, you may have missed it, but you, you, you don't want to answer this question, which means you need to call your last job. You need to call your last boss and apologize and be very specific about what you did wrong and tell them you're sorry. And then you want to ask your old boss, say, look, if someone calls you, Will you tell them I resigned, I quit? Or will you tell them I was fired? Can, can you just tell them I was, that I quit, that I resigned instead of being fired? And then tell them, say, you know, the reason is I'm trying to get new jobs. You know, I, I, I'm very sorry that I, you know, what I did in the past job. I'm, I'm sorry I caused you problems. I'm trying to learn from that, trying to get new jobs now and uh, it's very tough if I tell them I was fired. So can is is it okay if I tell them I resigned? Is that okay with you? You have to t you have to you must have this conversation with your old boss. 
and you must be very open and apologize and apologize and tell them you're sorry you caused so many problems and you, you've got to do this. You have to have this because what you, you need your old boss to say, okay. You need your old boss to say, okay, I'll tell them you quit. I, I, I'll tell them you resigned. I, I, I'll tell them, I won't tell them you are fired. That's what, that's really the, how you need to answer this. So then you don't need to say it. Then if they ask you, you say, no, I resigned. And then you then you avoid the question. So it's not, that's the hard way. It's difficult, if, especially if you didn't like your boss, especially if it was a really bad situation. And especially if you didn't really did something wrong. Um, you, well, you have to take responsibility for that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's enough then. Thank you for joining me. We'll be back. Uh, our next show will be, this is Japan time, Saturday, 11 p.m. Japan time. So Saturday at 11 p.m. Japan time. Join me again live for the Effortless English show. Get my free audiobook. My free audiobook at effortlessenglish.com effortlessenglish.com. Lots of love to you. Lots of love to the Effortless English family. I enjoy talking with you today. I'll be back again on Saturday. See you then. Bye.